0: can't get enough of the fan in the morning shown up because this is nothing like that Working. al and jerry are
1: here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show
2: very sexy robot
1: hey look at that pig shenanigans naked yoga
2: my mother had a bad experience with these ghosts
1: let's hump the fence
0: it's Alan jerry's post game podcast
1: all right i got the thumbs up for eddie that means we's a go three two one what's up al we do a podcast how are we doing oh hi
0: there
2: jerry i have a couple random things for you today uh, one, I drove by, and I'm seeing these more and more. I guess they're the they're, only way I can describe it is it's a dental office, but it looks like a chain. It gives massages. No, no, they don't give massages, <laughs> but it's like, a, you know how like Applebee's is a chain restaurant? Okay. What's I, the name of it? I don't know. There, there's a couple of them All Smiles Dental. Yeah, like something <laughs> weird, something like that. I'm not okay. saying it's All Smiles because I do think that is an actual name I of would a place. I think so. But a place like that. Like, curly
1: Whites Dental.
2: Yeah, where it's like not an actual dentist's office; it's a chain place that employs dentists.
1: I don't oh, think I would trust that. Where they own their own business inside the facility, or they're just an employee of the of the the place. See. dental
2: chains. That's going to come up as if you want to put chains on your teeth. How? <laughs> oh, maybe <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, just I'm trying to think. Like, I feel like. For a dentist to be legit, their name has to be the main thing on the marquee. That's not my and place. and not the name of their place. That is not my place. What is your place?
1: Uh, it's called. I don't want to say. They that have right. a name of a place yeah, though. Yeah, it's phenomenal. The girl, like my dentist, she's great.
2: Yeah. guess Well, my brother-in-law, you know, his place has a name that's not his name, but the, the doctors are go under it. Okay. I don't know. I just I, when I was driving by them, I was like, they look cheesy to you. They look sad. Sad. Yeah, like the, there's no one
1: there. That would be sad. No,
2: they're just like in sad buildings. Oh, well, that's different. I don't like a business in a sad building. Like I will never go to a doctor's office. I don't care how good the doctor is. If when I pull, like if they're like, oh, this guy's the best, and I pull up in the office looks sad from the outside, I'm not going in there. Okay, it's like uh, I need you want new, but I'm also could be easily fooled. By a terrible doctor in a nice-looking building. Right. So I'd be suckered right in. So
1: if I gave you a great doctor in a dump of a building, yeah. you'd rather go to the new place and get uh, basically cut up the probably, wrong way. Lose your left would. foot when you go in to get your, you know, your your uh, finger stitched up.
2: Yeah, like when I was looking for a person to do my colonoscopy, first I looked, okay, who's in my network? Then I looked at, believe it or not. With your insurance, you had three guys. Yeah, I was I, I at was <laughs> my option, three guys. <laughs> And then somebody who they said, "quote kind of knows what he's doing." Oh no, my gosh, that's a joke. So I went based on Google reviews, believe it or not. But when you? I got, but when I got there, Jerry, and I saw it was a nice building, I was like, "All right, this person knows what they're doing." There
1: you go. But appearance is a lot. Yeah, but it doesn't doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. But appearance is a lot. But I fell right for it. Uh, that does not surprise me. Yeah, that doesn't shock me I'm at all. A lot a of people do that. Jerry. You know, a lot of times they will say those those first. Uh, First impressions mean everything. That's no different. And I feel like
2: now, like in, in, we talk about everybody has a podcast and things like that. Yeah.
1: There should be dentists that have podcasts.
2: A dental podcast? Terrible
1: teeth that they work on. Yeah. I'm sure there are dental podcasts. I am
2: sure there are dental podcasts. But it's like nowadays, you could have a podcast, you could have a kick ass logo, a cool looking, and you look just as legitimate as an ESPN or WFAN podcast.
1: And then then here's what you hate, and then this is what you'll hear. Hello. Hello. On episode 4,417 of my podcast. Oh, oh, oh. oh, yeah. Wake up.
2: Boring. Yeah. Uh, do you think it's, I ordered, I, I I purchased Jerry yesterday. I went to the supermarket. I do my food shopping on Sundays. Mm. And it was a buy one, get one free giant bag of sweet potatoes. Okay. Now Good. I only need one bag of sweet potatoes. Right. That means the second bag is going to go bad soon. I I'm up. just kidding. Well, mm. oh. one of the bags was filled with, looked like old man testicles. <laughs> the sweet potatoes, they were wrinkly, old, and veiny.
1: That's why they're, but that's why they're for sale. They got to get rid of them. Can I return sweet potatoes? Um, I think, here's what I would tell you. Yeah. If you went up to the customer service mm-hmm. desk and you said, I come here every Sunday morning. Great store. I said, but this buy one, get one, I opened up this bag, and they look like testicles. Old man I'm not testicles. eating these. Yeah. Can I please return them? I think you would get a laugh, and I think you would get your money back. Hmm. Or a credit.
2: Yeah. I also, but what's funny is I didn't need two
1: giant bags of sweet well, potatoes. Well, you know what, we know what they'll do, though? They'll exchange it for you at the very least. Right. I know you don't need it. Can you free sweet potatoes? Like, can you freeze a bag like that?
2: I don't know. I know you can You can put sweet potatoes in the fridge because I've done that before. Okay. But,
1: yeah. I would go back. I think at the very least they will give you a new bag.
2: Because there was, and I hate to do uh, a go all CeeLo on you and give you a Seinfeld example, but there was an episode of Seinfeld where Kramer, there was a fruit stand in New York City. Now, this is not a big supermarket chain. This is a guy who had his own fruit mm-hmm. thing. And Kramer bought a mango that he felt didn't taste proper, and he tried to return it. And the guy said, when you purchase fruits and vegetables, it's inherent that you're rolling the dice Mm -hmm. because it's a fresh item. Not at the supermarket. Not at the
1: supermarket, though. No, they can return that to the distributor or wherever it came from and get a credit back for it.
2: And I didn't even think to try to look into the bag because it's Thanksgiving week. They have a ton of sweet potatoes. Yeah, sure. Because... This is when people make sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, these are going to be f- fresher than fresh because we're in Thanksgiving week. guess you were wrong and you got testicles. Yeah, old man,
1: veiny, wrinkly testicles. By the way, how do you know what old man testicles look like? Uh, that's a good question. Well, what X rated videos are you watching? <laughs> gilfs? <laughs> Grandfathers?
2: Grandmothers. Grandma- oh, gilfs. <laughs> um no but that's a good question i guess i what am i maybe i just seen my own balls (laughs) (laughs) maybe that's what i'm going by all right i didn't need that
1: okay see you tomorrow at 10 a.m everybody good morning everybody right
2: um was out to uh lunch saturday and Gina noticed, this is something Gina picked up on. I did not pick up on this. Oh, have
1: we moved on from the testicles? Yeah.
2: Okay. Moving. I'm just trying. I'm moving along. Got it. We're, we're moving along. Didn't know if it was related. No, no, no. Not related. Okay. But Gina noticed in the establishment where we were at, multiple female waitresses had a little shave in their eyebrow, almost like they like had a, a... cut? You know, in the middle of the eyebrow, and there was Like, like a cut. Yeah. 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 And Gino was like, that's interesting. Multiple girls have this cut in the eyebrow. Mm-hmm. And so she Googled it to see what it was. And it came right up. And according to the internet,
1: which is always right.
2: Yeah. This is something that came out of prisons. Oh, really? And it signifies now in the young per- people's culture that the girl is a lesbian and she is taken.
1: So that's the ring yeah. equivalent for a married woman or man. Yeah. You cut your eyebrow.
2: Yeah. And I mean, it's not a cut like it's bleeding. You just no, cut no. a little you piece shave, of hair. Like, you shave. It's
1: like a cut through the hair. Through yeah, it's a shave. You're right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But I don't know. That could have come out from there. Did you ask them? I didn't. And now my it's just like when a man used to wear an earring in his right ear. It was like, that guy's gay. Way back in the day. Way back yeah, in the yeah. day. So, but that's not the case now. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. So maybe this is not the case now too. This could just be a fashion thing that came out of that
1: interesting thing. I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen a, a woman with that. Yeah, I didn't know were they, they young. Said. They were young. Yeah. Young.
2: So now any, I'm gonna have
1: to take note.
2: Yeah, take note.
1: Interesting. And S- oh,
2: there were several. Several. Yeah.
1: What's going on there when the doors close?
2: I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Holy cow! Yeah.
1: Did you ask them if they were interested in any old, wrinkly, old man testicles?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I noticed you have a slice in your eyebrow. So this Uh, is probably not going to be interesting to you, but I got old man balls.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're such an idiot. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So uh, I'm going to
1: start taking notice of that. You ever think about how people view you now? Yeah, I do think of that. You know, because I don't think any of us feel like we're getting older, and yet... I don't know, just watching, you know, Joseph had basketball yesterday, 7th and 8th grade varsity. It, it. I know this sounds crazy, but it doesn't sound all that long ago that I was playing 7th oh, and 8th grade varsity. I agree. And I sit there and wonder, I'm like, these. they look like ch- like legit young children. I don't mean 13 and 14. They look like they're 9 to me. And they're 13 and 14. I'm like, what are they looking at me like? Look at this old guy. Yeah. <laughs> when I don't feel it. But we are. We are. Getting there.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I do think about that, yeah. what am I viewed as. Not like, great. like here's what I want to know. If I, let's say, I left a pair of sunglasses in the store. Yeah. And I left. Okay. And somebody saw me, let's say a, a, a teenager saw that I dropped them. Mm-hmm. But I left and they looked for me, couldn't find me. They went back to the store and said, hey. And they'd say, what was the guy look like? What would they say?
1: Old bald guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to know. <laughs> you should you should plant a pair of sunglasses in front of someone and walk away. <laughs>
2: or like if I like committed a crime. Oh God! And the police went for witnesses, and there were witnesses. Wh- how would they just like? What would my police sketch look like based on somebody describing? Bald, thin <laughs> glasses, old. <laughs> right. What would they? I'd love a police sketch of myself. Yeah. Like look in the mirror,
1: I guess. They do them pretty good now these days. I,
2: that's the problem. They do them really good. That's amazing when they
1: do um, that. Couldn't agree more. That's some talent. Yeah, when they like They'll get the that. eyes, the like jawline. Especially when, and then when you see them and they're so close. Yes.
2: You know, I know sometimes they're not, but sometimes they're spot on. Well, they say a lot of times that it's hard to rely on eyewitness accounts. Yeah, I believe So it's that. not even the artist that's getting it wrong. It's
1: the eyewitness recalling. Yeah. I totally believe that. I don't remember much of anything. Yeah. Let alone, if you need details for me, uh, okay. But when they nail it from an eyewitness
2: account and the sketch drawing looks yeah. great, that's pretty incredible. Yep, I agree. Uh, I want to have a uh, documentary recommendation for you, Jerry. The Barry
1: Sanders one that's coming out this uh, tomorrow. As a matter of Is fact. that
2: tomorrow? Yeah, on Amazon Prime. I will watch that. Yep. Uh,
1: the Sylvester Stallone documentary on Netflix. And I started watching it. Really? Didn't like it. Really? No, nah, I fell asleep, actually. I was bored. Wow. It was not what I thought it was going to be. It's really a man reflecting on life. Yeah, but it was... they. It was like one movie at a time. It just It was too slow to get going. I would all agree with
2: that. Because there was a point where I was like, Oh my God, they're still on Rocky. Yeah, yeah. And I know that was his first film. Mm-hmm. But they did, for whatever reason, start moving it along. Mm-hmm. But... I could see where you were turned off by I would it. I say
0: 30
1: minutes I gave it, and I started to fall asleep, and I turned. I was like, I, I love this guy. I am not interested anymore. But all right, you tell me you to know give what? it another try.
2: I shut it off at 38 minutes in okay. and went to sleep Friday night because I was getting tired. I was like, what was But I put it back on in the morning, and I did like it. Okay. He had one interesting mess. It's I like anything where an older guy is looking back on life. Sure. And he made an interesting point about he seems like a lonely man. Uh, yes, that's what the trailer looked like to me.
1: Yeah, that's why I was so interested in watching. Although he's got that reality show with his children, where it's with his girls, where it seems like he's you know very much vested in their lives now. Oh man, he's got some smoking hot. They are attractive. Yes. Um, daughters. Yes, they are beautiful. All three of them, right? I think it yes. is. Yeah, no, they're gorgeous. I know. All three of them. Yep. But
2: he said that life, Jerry, your first forty years of life when you before when you 40 and under life is all about addition things are adding to your life yeah and that after 40 yeah i'm going through this now i know it's subtraction yep yep your children move out of the house yep you lose m- more touch with friends yep people die that you even went to school with and things yeah. like
1: that That was really interesting grandparents I parents yeah. relatives it's a very i said this just the other day just cuz a friend of mine's father is sick and you know, I've dealt with some stuff with my dad too, and um, Kim's father passed away three years ago. And it is a really hard stage of life. It's a very depressing stage of life. There's a lot of great. I mean, there's a lot of really good stuff. And I think you're probably at our age, we're at a good point in our careers. Um, for me, my kids are at a very good age. You know, things are great, but that other stuff, that subtraction, there's a lot of it. And it, it does suck. Yeah. It does. Yeah. The, the, the one. One of the good things
2: about being this age, you mentioned there some something, the career part, right? Yeah. Like when I talk to people that are like 19, 20, and they're trying to figure out, I'm like, oh, my God.
1: My son's going through it right now. He's 19.
2: Right. That is a tough time in life to try to figure that out. So that's the one thing I could be like, oh, if you could go back and be 20 again, would you? I would. That's a tough one.
1: Oh, I would. You would. Oh, in a heartbeat. Yeah. I think I've learned a lot. I don't know that I would get into this business, even though it's been very good to me. But I would definitely go back if I could. Yeah. Probably. I was surprised, you know, talking to my son about it because he's 19, trying to figure things out. And I said, I like, never really had any interest in the broadcasting thing. Because there's nothing I ever pushed on him. I figured he saw what I did. And I loved his answer. He goes, "He goes, no, I didn't want to copy anybody. He goes, I want to, what did he say? He goes, I want to choose my own path. He goes, but the one thing I do want to, do like you is i would like to feel like i'm never working like you do he goes that's one thing that's been very inspirational
2: oh that's nice watching
1: the way you've gone through life never really having a care in the world and enjoying work i'm like yeah well that's true so i thought that was kind of cool that he wants his own thing the problem is figuring out what that own what that own thing is
2: yeah and it's funny because i feel like when i was getting out of high school it, it really wasn't expected that you would have that figured out to be like, I'm going to go to this college, I'm going to study this. It feels like nowadays, by the time a kid is a junior, they're like,
1: what do you want to be? What are you going to do? What oh, school are you? And it's like, holy cow. I, like, I do have no idea the money attached to it's a part of that. I'll give you me as an example. I flat out told them. I ain't spending, and not that I could, but um, I'm not going to deplete the 529- and then take a few student loans out and help you with that to pay $55,000 a year for you to go take general courses and, you know, play beer pong on Friday and Saturday <laughs> nights. Like when you know what you want to do, then we're good. You know, once you figure it out and then you're going to go to a college that's concentrating on what you want to do, all the other stuff comes with it. I get it. But at least if you're going somewhere, like let's say he wanted to get into broadcasting and he came to me and said, I want to go to Syracuse. I see that broadcasting um, they're, they their broadcasting major is unbelievable. Their program's incredible. How would I say no to that? Right. I wouldn't. But if you tell me I want to go to Syracuse, oh, okay. For what? Not sure yet. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. If you want to go take a student loan out, you're not getting a dime from me for that. You know? So that's, I think that might be where it might come from. I think. Yeah. And I've started, I see that. Th- 13. I've started asking him any ideas and he's like, yeah, I want to own a sports facility. I was like, oh, okay. Like, like what? He's like, well, you know, the indoor baseball. And he goes, I love that. He goes, I want to have my own place. I'm like, great. Hmm. You know what I'm thinking? No college. <laughs> 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 we go to Brookdale. We take our middle set, wherever we're living. Think- you go to community college, take a couple of business classes. Yes. Let's open up a place. <laughs> I'm in. I'll even help you
2: with it. Right. it will be perfect for you in
1: retirement. <laughs> be great. Be great. Absolutely. So who knows? But I think that's part of it. Yeah, I could see that.
0: eBay Motors is here for the ride. I
2: do remember thinking that when I was in high school, like, like, I feel like, man, you spend so much time at work. It better be something that you want to do.
1: Yeah. So that was important to me as well. Would you not agree that 75% of the workforce is not happy with what they're doing? It seems like that. Yeah. I think it's very, I think it's more common than not that people are annoyed with their, with their work choices. Yeah. Most cases it's probably circumstance, life. Related issues that drive them to a certain job because of what the money is, um, family, you know your bills. There's a lot of different reasons why you take jobs you probably don't want. Do you
2: remember when you figured it out that that's
1: what you wanted to do, and percent oh, and, yeah.
2: and what the plan was to do that? Yes, you do. Oh yeah, there was a specific
1: you can recall, like a oh from the time I was a kid, I wanted to announce games. But then when did you know that that was a job? Okay, so two different things here. I. Always wanted to be a play-by-play announcer from the time I was – my mom, I think she lost them, but my mom had tapes of me doing Devils-Rangers games into a cassette machine when I was nine. Always wanted to do it, and I did baseball games into a cassette tape, Met games. Um, always wanted to do play-by-play. When Christmas, 1980, it was Christmas Eve 1987 or 88, I don't remember which exact year it was, um, after the station had launched – So it might have been a full year. I wasn't even aware that the station was here. But I remember my uncle telling me, you know, you don't just have to do play-by-play. Would you be interested in sports radio because there's this cool new station on? And I was like, what? And from the moment I heard the station, to me it was one or the other. Awesome. And then I remember looking into it. I remember finding the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. I thought that was going to be my path. To a certain extent it was. But it was really the college program um, that had the connection here that got me involved here the internship yeah oh absolutely so that and and my it's funny Jersey City State College now New Jersey City University got me the internship which turned into my job here that I've been for 20 little years and also got me into play-by-play because the great athletic uh, SID there Ira Thor I asked him if I could do basketball games for no pay I said but I need to do them all can you help me up with the internet stream he set it all up and I did two full seasons for no pay and turn that into the Columbia job, into the Rutgers job, into doing Cowboy. I mean, it's been good. So, I, for, honestly, to be like when I was like nine years old, it's what I wanted to do. So, it was always very easy for me. And I know my sister and my brother have struggled with me knowing and they never did. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. Yeah. It's also
2: like I'm sure
1: there were a lot of kids at that age that
2: wanted to be play-by-play yeah, guys. Yeah, sure. But then to keep. Wanting to do it. Yeah. And then to know, have a game plan as to how to do it. That's, that's what I think changes for people sometimes as they get older. For where sure. they go, oh, this doesn't feel realistic to me, or I don't know what the next step like how is. how am I getting there? Yeah, how am Well, I I'll give you
1: there? an example. And, and part of that is because I don't have, I've never had an agent. I would love to do voiceover work. Whether it's cartoons, reading books, like Audible, um, I don't know who to call. Right, I have no idea what the path is to do that. I would love to do that in, I know I say spare time, but I do have spare time during the day. I would love to do that kind of work. Not a clue where to start. And for years, I've never started because I don't know where. So I could totally see, oh, I would like to do this for a living. How? Don't know. Okay, what's next? And you just kind of move on.
2: Yeah. There was a, there's a voiceover um, agent named Mark Gus. Okay. That uh, took a liking to the Al's Boring podcast mm-hmm. years ago. And he used to write to me, I was like, ah, you know, this this is good, but I don't know where you go from here. The... But he was a voice over guy. And I remember I went to his website and he had all his people. Jerry, this is the hundreds. Yeah. So I'm like, how do you possibly stand
0: out?
1: I don't know. And how do you represent so many people? Right. And keep everybody, because if client A, Gets an interview that you set up for him. Client D might be, um, hello, what about me? I would have liked that opera. I don't know how you keep everybody happy.
2: And I've heard it's a lot of, like, running around the city for live, in-person really? auditions. Yeah, like, that it's, that if you're not living in the city.
1: It's impossible. You. It's like acting. Yeah. You're not getting it. Yeah, not easy. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to cross that off the list.
2: But that's funny. Now, like, I don't, I don't have that same, uh, game plan to tell someone who wants to get into broadcasting now because there is none like i could have said to you go to college wherever and get an internship Mm -hmm. at a place you want to work that was the step yeah right and now i don't there's there's not this there's not nearly the same number of
1: internships i don't i don't know that i just know there aren't here
2: yeah no i think i think that's across the board yeah because i've talked i've talked to my um nieces and nephews in college when they tried to get the internships all went to paid internships. And because of that, they cut them back. They cut a lot of them back. Yeah. They're not going to pay a ton of people, pay a couple people. Correct. But it eliminates opportunities for people. Yeah. To like get whatever happened to getting
1: college credit for it? Like yeah. it was like taking a course, you know, I mean, if you wanted to go to Manhattan University, you had to pay the tuition and you had to pay the, the, um, the commuting expenses to get there. Well, that was supposed to be like. You know, if you came here, this was a like college course. Right. You paid for the credits Correct. to do the internship. Right. Yeah. So the idea was you were getting practical experience, something to put on your resume. Yeah, it cost you money, in community, but guess what? You didn't have to accept it right? or try for it. Yes. Yet there are people that have done things like that in Manhattan, and then they've gone and sued people. I mean, yeah. it's crazy. It really is. And it sucks because it, it hurt a lot of people down the road.
2: Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day too. Like the amount of people here, you think you mentioned Syracuse being like a broadcasting school and a journalism school, yeah. School, yeah. yeah, And I so said, You look around WFAN, the premier, like we didn't go to big colleges. I went to Kane. You went to Jersey City yep. State. Eddie went to Stony Brook. Yep. Geo went to Hofstra, Hofstra. Or I, Hofstra
1: or Iona? Hofstra?
2: And maybe both. He did. He, yeah. he, you know, I don't know. It's just not like we Sal don't. Sal didn't go to college. Yeah. Brandon went to Marist. Right. So it's not Evan like Evan didn't go to college. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Tomorrow, Jerry's hungerthon. Oh, it's tomorrow. <laughs> it not is Wednesday? tomorrow. Oh, no, okay. to- it's tomorrow. Okay. And I bring this up because on uh, the hungerthon uh, website, you can already start bidding on uh, if you want to co-host with uh, me and you uh, a, a post-game podcast. Got it. Now there's that one fella who uh, Andrew Andrew who wins it every year. But if you want to uh,
1: up the price on Andrew, you could start. There.
2: <laughs> there were some interesting ones here, Jerry, I wanted to get your opinion of.
1: By the way, Andrew also has the cover photo of my calendar this year. Oh, is that right? Uh, yes. I, I asked him if he would like to be a part of the calendar. So there's a quote from him and he also gave me the cover photo. Nice. So that's kind of cool. And by the way, there's only 50 something left. Okay, so, recosportsshop and I'm not I'm not ordering anymore. It's four weeks from Christmas now.
2: Fair enough, Jerry. Four weeks, right? You want
1: to get them out by yes. Christmas, yeah?
2: Uh, so, okay, so we're there. We have the co-host, the Alan Jerry. Now there are some other ones that are that are interesting. know okay. you, you, you have one for sit in on Boomer and Geo, sit in on Sal and uh, Brandon, Brandon, Evan, and Tiki watching. What Nets. about the Moret show? They don't have the Moret and the photo not even here. <laughs> watch us Nets Sixers in a suite with Evan Roberts. Like that's a thing you could bid on Bruce Springsteen guitar. There's a ton of great. Yeah, they items. are cool. Yeah. Then there are a couple strange items here, Jerry, okay. which I'd like to, you know, Sirius XM's is a big hunger thon yeah. thing as, as our company yeah, Odyssey yeah. is as well. Here's what I was thinking of bidding on. Do you think the company would let me do this? Okay. Be a guest host on, Sirius XM's The Wild and the Innocent with Jim
1: Rotolo. That's the uh, Bruce Springsteen talk show. I don't see why not. I think they would let you do that. I might want to bid on that. I think they would let you do that. I like go... A... I would I would clear it before you bid on it. Co-host with... Uh... Otherwise, you'd be sending your nephew.
2: <laughs> you'd be like, I don't know who Bruce Springsteen is.
1: Yeah, I think... I absolutely think that uh, they would let you do that. Okay. Then I'm going to get to some of our... Especially since it's a hunger thon related right. issue. Yeah.
2: I just think some of our partners here, Jerry, have to step up a little bit. Our CBS 880. Why? Virtually meet Howie Rose, Keith Radd, Pat McCarthy, and Chris Majkowski. Virtually meet them, Jerry. Come in person. We want to meet you in person.
1: You know what I'm saying? I have no comment. I'm sure Madge would be happy to meet them. Oh, I'm sure. Yes. I don't know Keith Ratt. I've never met him. I have never met McCarthy. I just know his dad. And Howie Rose? I Yeah. I mean, I would think Howie would be. There's no reason you couldn't. Like, why would we not up that to come watch two innings in, a, in the Met booth? I don't know. You mean everybody. This one already has nine bids on it. Tour the National
2: Weather Service office with CBS 880 meteorologist Craig Allen. Okay,
1: that's a good one. Well, actually, if you're the weather, that's person, a great one. That's, actually, yeah, that's absolutely. A good one. All right. I don't think they have to step their game up from that. That's a good one. Okay. Um, virtually meet Len. Again, virtually Ber- Len Berman. <laughs> Len Berman. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to meet me in person? I don't know.
2: Private tour of iHeart Radio studios with Jim Kerr. All right, that's cool. That is iHeart Z100. Yeah,
1: uh, that would be. Neat.
2: And he's Q104. Okay. But at least that's in person. No, that's cool. I like that. Virtually meet
1: WORs. I'm not interested in this virtually meet crap. Mark Simone. I do. I will tell you, I like Mark Simone. Have you ever listened to him? No. Very good. I've heard the name. He's got a very cool radio voice, too. Very smart. All right. Let's see. Uh,
2: virtually meet. So you're out of virtually meeting people. Yeah, I don't want to virtually meet anybody. But I want to meet the people. I agree. Uh, this is a weird one. I feel like this is a leftover item. Pat Shermer signed football.
1: Yeah, I mean, who? Okay. I think that's that's old, Jerry. That's got to be old. I don't even know where Pat Shermer is anymore. What team is he with now? I don't know. He's a coordinator, something. I know that. Is he with Vegas? Mm, not sure. I'm going to check that before we get off. And so how I'm about this? A really interesting
2: it. item. Just the, the uniqueness of this item. Okay. It's a signed acoustic guitar. By the NFL
1: Today cast. A signed guitar. guitar, Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's neat, but unique. It is unique. By the way, Pat Shermer's with Dion at Colorado.
2: Oh, that's right. That makes sense. All right. So maybe uh, maybe people would still be interested in it. Okay. Oh, this looks interesting. I might want this one. Eric Church signed guitar and merch package. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I'm just saying there are people over there at eight eighty. They gotta they gotta meet people in person. No more of this virtual stuff. You know what I mean, Jerry? Here's one. This might be you might be interested in this, Jerry. Virtually meet the beaver, Jerry Mathers. Jerry Mathers.
1: <laughs> I again I don't want to virtually meet him though. You want to really meet him? I do. You'd love to meet the beaver. You Beaumont probably passed away, right? Who's that? By the way, that's uh Ward. Ward Cleaver. Oh, uh, Ward Cleaver. Do okay. You know that Barbara Billingsley had top billing on that show. Is that right? Yes. So when they do da-dun, 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 it's Leave It to Beaver, starring Barbara Billingsley. Oh. You Beaumont. Um oh, what was the what was um what was Wally's name? I don't know. Oh crap. Hold on. Dun, da-dun, da-dun, da-dun. It's <laughs> Leave It to Beaver, starring Barbara Billingsley. <laughs>
2: You said
1: what are you, yeah, so, what are you I,
2: laughing at? I'm laughing at how professional. You talked about wanting to do voiceover work. How professional your "Leave It What the Beaver intro was. Oh,
1: what was his name? I can't think of his name. Oh, damn it. I can't think. Who played? Tony Dow? That was his name? I don't know. I don't know who that is. Tony Dow? That doesn't sound right to me. That's not right. No, 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 no. Who played him? Who played him? It's not Tony Dow. Played by Tony Dow. Really? Can you do the intro again? Leave it to when you. Yes, did if it. you don't yeah, laugh yeah. at me, though. Go ahead. <laughs> You're so funny. Dun, dun 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 dun. It's Leave It to Beaver, starring Barbara Billingsley, Hugh Beaumont, Tony Dow, and Jerry Mathers as the Beaver. I'm gonna get that over to Mark Gus, the
2: voiceover. <laughs> Voiceover
1: uh, agent, but I want the music underneath, <laughs> yeah,
2: it. yeah, no, yeah. We'll produce it for you, Jerry. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, one more here, Jerry. This is um <clears throat> behind the scenes tour. This is in person, this okay. is not virtual. Behind the scenes tour of CBS News Radio 880 hosted by Wayne Cabot and Paul Mernane. Nice. In New York City, plus record something. I guess you could record like a a, some sort of uh, that's great
1: thing. See that to me, if you're someone that's interested in radio, right? I think that is a fascinating look inside. And I, you know, as someone that's been in this building now for what 13 years, we've been here, whatever the hell it is,
2: 2009.
1: I'm still when I go into 1010 wins. Not that I go often, but when I go over to see Ben Meverack, it's cool. Like it's just like this is wins.
2: I agree. When I go over there, I feel like. Out of place. Out of place. I yep. feel like I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to not interrupt. This is clearly a living organism.
1: So joke over there.
2: I felt that way even... Now, I wasn't here a long time when they were here. But when Mike and Chris were on the air, I would never walk into the producer's room. Yeah, I know. Or even just Mike. I know. Because I didn't feel like that's not my mm-hmm. space and this is like... Also,
1: there was an aura to the show. There was Right. There just was. And there's still an aura over at
2: 1010 I agree. Wins. Oh, I, I completely agree. And I you. haven't been to 880. Yeah, I never have either. I have to recall to, uh, to know what it's like up there. But 1010 Wins is like. For real. Right. This is like I I picture like constant uh, police feeds coming in
1: of uh, this yeah. guy was shot. And this Yeah. Guy. I said to Ben the other day when I was leaving. I'm like, I'm still waiting for you to give me a shot. He was nice. He's like. Just tell me when. Well, maybe I got a career in news broadcasting. Then. And when you'd be, I bet you your first day over there, you'd be nervous. Nervous as hell. Right. Even though I've been turning a microphone on for 30 years or not yes. quite 30, but almost 30. Like, oh my gosh. No, I mean. really. Actually, it is 30. If I go back to my first job, I was 19. So 19, how old am I? 30 years. Yeah. Look at that. Son of a bitch. Yeah. That would be, I would be nervous, I think. Well, it's funny, even like, and I'm not saying he was. Chris Carino, to me, is one of the premier play-by-play, radio play-by-play announcers right now that we have. His work on the Nets, to me, is incredible, is outstanding. His work on Compass Media Networks, when he does these random NFL games, is awesome. I thought he sounded nerve. I don't know if he's done any Cowboy games, because I've done it for however many years, and for whatever reason, um, he usually does a random NFL game. Kevin Ray couldn't do it, so Michelle used uh, Chris Carino on the Cowboys instead yesterday, which was fine. Um, so I never heard him in all my years do a Cowboy game. He sounded nervous to me. All right, because he was out of his element a little bit. Yeah, he was with Danny White. You could tell he was like, this is cool. I'm working with Danny White. And it – so, yes, different – I'm finally at the point doing those games. and I only got one this year, but I'm finally at the point doing those games where I go to the NFL stadium now. I'm not in all of it anymore. I remember, and we've talked about this, when I first – when she gave me the first game, Michelle gave me the first game to do. And I remember I was going to throw up thinking, like, I'm going to be in AT&T Stadium calling in not only an NFL game, but the Cowboys. Like, she gave me Bills Patriots. And for whatever reason, I thought it was neat, but I, I was in the rhythm of doing Columbia games. I wasn't, ah, it's a football game. It's cool. It's Brady. It's all neat. But ah, it was. I wasn't nervous. I was excited. First Cowboy game, I was ready to throw up. Like, I really was very nervous. And I'm not saying that's how he felt yesterday. But he sounded a little bit, uh, he didn't sound like Chris to start. Took him a couple of plays to get into it. Yeah. So I would say I'm finally at the point now I don't feel that way anymore. Like, I can't wait. When she gives me a game, like, I put on the count, like, let's go. I want to go do the game. And then I'm sad when it's over. Yeah. My God. Because that's, that's cool. It? Yeah. I went to yep. Philly. I'm like, all right, let's go. And you have to say goodbye to Danny White at oh, the end of the day, Jerry. It's like sad. Like, I want to do it every week so bad. You have yeah. no idea. All right, let's get that done. I can't manifest it into existence. I've tried for eight years. It's I'm never gonna happened. Help.
2: I'm going to manifest as well, Jerry. Please do. Two manifestations can win it.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's all right, do the warm up show. Yeah.
2: So.